0: to be. about
1: You're listening to Mutiny Radio. Common Thread Collective is off this week and we'll be back next week. This is Roman, host of the Weekly Review, which you can hear Fridays from noon to 2 p.m. Feel free to check out many of the shows here at Mutiny Radio. If you go to MutinyRadio.fm, we have shows in music, politics, news, poetry, talk, comedy, you name it. And if you're interested in having a show here of your own, there's definitely an opportunity for that. So again, check out MutinyRadio.fm, get in contact with the station director, Pam. And find out ways that you can have a show here yourself. I'll be playing some more music, and then we'll be putting on an older episode of Common Thread Collective. And again, the show will be back next week. Thanks for listening. um, she has other music out there in the cloud. AsteriaRecords.com um, A-S-T-E-R-I-A Records.com, A-S-T-E-R-I-A Records.com. Um, And just so you know, I hope you're inspired not only by the very cool, insightful music, but also the fact that she just sent the CD to Mutiny Radio and we found it and started playing it. So you too could do the same. Uh, if you'd like to send any of your music to Mutiny Radio, you can send it Attention Global Val or Attention Com- thread collective and the address is 2781 21st street san francisco california 94110 and yeah here we go all all good things to the common thread collective here mutiny Radio.fm. i see Bloodflower is getting his uh piano station set up and the library lady is working her way toward the stage and uh the show goes on and here here we be as you see um broadcasting live from the mission district so take it away when you're ready
2: another book of love poetry from many times and places it's just called the Wordsworth book of love poetry so I opened it up and there's a section on memories so I'm now reading a poem called Echo by Christina Rossetti and then we will delve into the memories of Mama Quattel and her beautiful musical poetry Echo. Come to me in the silence of the night. Come in the speaking silence of a dream. Come with soft, rounded cheeks and eyes as bright as sunlight on a stream. Come back in tears, memory, hope, love of finished years. Oh, dream how sweet, too sweet, too bittersweet, whose wakening should have been in paradise, where souls brimful of love abide in meet, where thirsting longing eyes watch the slow door, that opening letting in lets out no more. Yet come to me in dreams that I may live my very life again, though cold in death. Come back to me in dreams that I may give. Pulse for pulse, breath for breath, speak low, lean low. Long ago, how long ago? Thank you. Thank that wonderful music.
1: A lovely reading.
2: I only became aware of Mama Coatel through the internet and YouTube, but she performed. Uh, she created art. She inspired many, many people here in the in mission, including Bloodflower waving his hand, and our wonderful hostess, Global Val. And I'm pretty sure Diamond Dave knew her also. Well, quick story. I was leaving Mutiny Radio one day a couple months ago, and someone from Radio Havana on Valencia Street, had some poetry books in his hand. And I was standing in front of Adobe Books, and he said, would you like a book of poetry? It is called Mikasa. It's Mama Cuatle, her poetry, put together in a wonderful book by Luna's Press of San Francisco. She was a poet, musician, performance activist, and spiritual from the Yaqui people of the Sonoran Desert. She was commended by the city of San Francisco for her work organizing... Allison, International you, you Day, gotta
1: go directly into the microphone. Thank you.
2: ...the International Day for the Elimination of Violence Toward Women and Girls, an SF holiday since 2006. She helped organize that. Anyway, thank you, Luna's Press. Thank you, Colin of Radio Havana, for handing me this one. Before my altar, at dusk I think about La Llorona. I think about her daughters, the goddesses of the moon. La Llorona. Broken in one thousand pieces, that moon in sixty-second fragments I realize that I am my ancestral being I am Malinche I am the lady who owns herself I am my mother she who breathes and palpitates Eagle woman, deer woman, I clean woman, serene woman, precious animal, the hummingbird, the serpent the mockingbird. Before my altar at dusk, I think about the daughter I am and the daughter I had. And one more poem about women and memory from Mama Quattel. This one in Spanish is called Las Muertas, Dead Women, dedicated to the murdered women of Juarez. I also want to dedicate it to disappearing women of North America, especially the reservations and in our cities, um, unsolved and often ignored. Dead women want to talk, so they mount us from behind the ears with all that was left of their bone structure. And we carry them in our deafness, and we don't understand why we think so much about the earth and gravestones, why we are like empty shells with broom in hand, defeating the intent of the living, Dead women want to talk. I don't know what they want to tell us. We are so blind, so far from justice.
1: Thank you, library lady, for bringing the words of Mama Quoto here to Mutiny Radio, back to Mutiny Radio. Uh, it's really important. Um, thank you for um, bringing a spotlight to the so many missing girls and women, indigenous women of North America. Um, and um, it's, it's a really, it's a real tragedy of justice and of humanity um, that so many of these uh, girls go missing. Um, and as you noted, remain unsolved, and the cases sometimes uh, completely ignored. Um, and it's something that uh, there's a lot of activists here in the in the Bay Area who are um, you, you know making sure that that those people who are missing have not gone completely forgotten. Um, the Indigenous women of The America's Mother Earth Treaty. Uh, There's some representatives of that here in the Bay Area. I'm thinking about Penny Opal Plant. Um, And and they were actually representing that at the Women's March this year in San Francisco. so uh, very important that we uh, continue to um, shift resources uh, towards protecting all, everyone, but also the, especially these young women and girls these vulner, in these vulnerable communities um, and protecting them from violence and, and finding justice for some of the violence that has been done toward them and maybe even finding some of these uh, young women alive and well, or at least alive and ready to come home so I see now our two performers there uh, library lady and blood flower have now joined me in the studio so welcome
2: thank you and thank you Val because that was wonderful information that I just want to remind people that so we have all our libraries all our branches plus the main library when people have um, events that they want to share with us. They can drop it off at Mission Branch or um, maybe contact the main library um, and see if they can distribute it, especially if it's a free event that provides some kind of information or inspiration, whether it's um, performance or educational, um, or just resources, if you have lists of resources to share um, that is also wonderful because we, we think everything's on the internet and it's not. It's often by coming to places like Mutiny Radio or the Women's Building or just wandering to your nearest bookstore, you find out stuff. And um, that's how I found out about MAP really was um, just by wandering to a bookstore and hearing someone talking about it one day and now it's going into the 14th or 15th year so um, on that note um, MAP, uh, Mission Arts and Performance Project is happening again April 7th there's a theme Solidarity with Youth Worldwide to Transcend Violence Um, If people want to help pass out flyers, they can pick them up at Pathos on Harrison um, next Monday, probably late afternoon, early evening, 2754 Harrison. If you're looking for a listing of all the events, they should be up on the website next week, Mapsf.com. That's M-A-P-P sf.com Mission Arts and Performance Project. There's also a Facebook. There's a Facebook listing and a Facebook group. Or you can come talk to me at the library or give us a call at Mission Branch 415-355-2800. That's our main number. My name's Allison. You can just say, I need to talk to Al- Librarian Allison and ask her about MAP. Hour, and they they can let you leave a voicemail for me also that's our, nice
3: of them that's really nice
2: um, if our voicemails <laughs> we're a little bit old school there sometimes people just put a post-it on my computer But the other part of it is that we're open every day. And all our branches are now open on Sundays. Um, I work a lot of Sundays. You're welcome to stop by second floor information desk and talk to me in person. And I'll just wrap up to mention our map event at the library, 24th and Bartlett, here in the Mission. That's 24th Street at Bartlett, which is halfway between Mission and Valencia. We're going to start at 3, probably wrap up at 4.30 or 4.45. And um, we will have a mix of um, poet, storyteller, performance, and um, music. Bloodflower and a few people from mutiny radio um have said that they're able to come diamond dave if you're listening if you feel like hitting two events that afternoon you we'd love to have you and um our poets will include Rob and Jack, who uh, we get to hear hear at Mutiny Radio often, music, uh, Bloodflower at the end, and um, Alzara and Brother Spellbinder at the beginning. And there's going to be some surprise guests, um, weather permitting. (laughs) And... um, Anyway, I'm excited about it. Uh, Poetry Month is a fun month. This will be our fourth year at the library. So thank you, MAP. MAP organizers, MAP promoters, and the people who just show up at the meetings and inspire me because um, those Monday meetings. Wow. And thank you, David Kubrin, if you're listening. A cozy, welcoming house and a fun potluck every month um, which will I, be on the
3: first Monday of the month now oh, instead that's of the right. uh, third Monday of the month
2: that's right. So people that want to be part of the next map, will be, which will be first Saturday in June, the meetings will happen on the Mondays in May. And thank you, Bloodflower, for mentioning that, because on um, the potluck is a highlight. If you like music, if you have music, bring something to share, bring food to share, or just yourself. There's always enough.
3: Where food is concerned, I pay attention. You
2: know. I have one um, more quick... Poetry event to announce at the library. It's sponsored by the Friends of the San Francisco Public Library. It will be on a Thursday at Mission Branch and it's actually called Thursdays in the Mission. It started, I feel like it started in December last year, April 12th, 5 o'clock, Mission Branch Library, second floor. Poets, sometimes poetry and performance. Um, One of our featured guests a couple months ago was Avacha. We've also uh, been lucky to have our poet laureate, Kim Shuck, Come to a few of the events and announce the events, and yes. also read and. Yeah. Um,
3: That's the and reading help I us. was. I saw Avacha and um, Genesis Montalvo. That was a big. Yeah, that was a good reading. Yeah.
2: So I'll bring more info about that um, as we get closer to Poetry Month. Anyway, thank you again, Mutiny Radio.
1: Is that going to be, um, so Thursday's in the Mission, do you have the date for that? Is that?
2: Yes, that'll be Thursday, April 12th. Normally the events start at 5 o'clock. People can call the Friends of the Library or check their Facebook. Um, I did have it here on their Facebook page, but it's called Friends of the San Francisco Public Library. They are on Facebook and they also have a website. Um, they're also on Twitter. Their Twitter handle is at friends sfpl. All one word. That would be S F for San Francisco and P L for Public Library. Anyway, they are sponsoring that event.
3: S F P L. No, thanks for enlightening me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, here's their website. It's um, http friends S-F-P-L-dot-O-R-G. All one word. So it's friends plural sfpl.org
1: um,
2: Thank you. Thank you,
1: Allison. Thank
3: you, yeah. I, um, I have a sonnet that I'd like to inflict upon the listening audience. Wonderful. There are uh, tuned in. We'll call this Good Friday sonnet and it's Good Friday unless you're a Palestinian. Like a raven, like a hailstorm, like a basting, like a sunburned skin peeling on the whitest of sand, like a teacup, like a razor blade like a rope burn, like a girlfriend with a mighty, mighty thirst, passed out in a green serpentine bliss, like a melody, like an ice pick, like a withering eye that will not stop bucking with my capsizing skull, like a sinkhole, like a scalpel, like a lanced thought still draining, like a gaze without the slightest trace of forgiveness. Thank you.
1: Wow. Wow.
3: happy good friday everybody.
1: happy good friday that was <laughs> an infliction indeed um on the theme of good friday I you. but uh, I, I know you uh, you also have a map event to announce i have a map event which is like really a historical map
3: event i don't like to brag too much but it turns out that map in all its many years has never had a brunch So, Little Spot Cafe will be hosting, between noon and 3pm, the Mad Dogs and Englishmen Brunch curated by yours truly
2: that's a great way to start Um, off a Saturday with French
3: we will have uh, Diamond Dave Whitaker of Common Thread will be there to do the beatnik invocation Um, we'll have Charlie Getter there to host we will have Brother Spellbinder will play a set, Timecat will play a set Um, I've uh, reached out to Global Val to come and read and uh, EK Keith and a few other people to come and read and the musician are very poet friendly and it should be a real hoot I'm looking forward to it and uh, the fact that it's uh, well, the first of its kind is you know, that's pretty cool too so everybody you know just fall on by they got bagels they have coffee they have a, a dog that is part of it Kitka I have a dog and it so it's very um, it's very uh, it's on a corner it's very it's right next to the gross sound on 23rd and uh, South Fairness, 1199 South Fairness to be exact. Um, Yeah, it's a sweet little corner spot and I think we can uh, we'll have a lot of fun there. You know, that's what it's all about, right?
1: Very cool. They have a couch.
3: They have a couple of couches. It's very cozy, very, you know, community-oriented. They have a a very fierce clientele. You know, there are people that, you know, in that neighborhood, you know, go eat there all the time and get coffee there. So.
1: Nice. The Little Spot Cafe. Mm-hmm. And um, I know you explained it to me before off air, but just for people listening, because you, you, I know you, Bloodflower, you have a lot of fun naming your different events. So um, can you explain the, the reasoning behind the naming of this event being Mad Dogs and Englishmen?
3: My mom the, would tell me that only Mad Dogs and Englishmen went out in the midday sun. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I said, well, I'm neither a mad dog or an Englishman, but it's a great title. So um, let's see how it works. Let's see if it works.
1: Nice. A map brunch. So it'll be the earliest... event happening during MAP that day. The tastiest too. And the taste, look at that. I'm looking forward to it. Little spot. So so just to reiterate folks, MAP Mission Arts and Performance Project is next Saturday, April 7th. Yes. Right? April 7th.
2: It'll run Mm. from noon till midnight and maybe beyond.
1: That's so cool. I, I love. I love yeah. Map. It's so funny because um, I went to a Map maybe during its first year, and somebody. Told me about it, and we came out to the mission. And at that time, I hadn't really spent a whole lot of time in the mission. But that was when uh, the kind of the locus of of it was coming out of the Red Poppy Art House right there on 23rd and Folsom. And I think maybe people can still sometimes pick up the the actual physical paper map there. Sure. If they can't make it er- earlier to to path- Pathos on Harrison, um, but it, but it's nice that they've also moved into you know our our, our digital world and and we'll have all the information about the different venues and performances on mappsf.com
2: yeah that's right and they might they might also be able to pick it up at the sf mime troupe that friday april 6th they have a youth event there and um they offered to do the printing for all the map schedules. And then they'll How be spread cool. out. I'm I'm hoping to pick some up that Friday and then drop them off at least at Adobe, Alley Cat. Um, Mutiny Radio and a couple other spots. And you can pick some up at the library. I will be at the library starting from 2 to 6 April 7th. So people can pick up some schedules there too. um, Or you can come and, and with the library card you can get on the computer for two hours and check out all the venues good idea so I have one more teeny thing to mention about that friends of the library event because um, now um the internet is now working again on my phone and I've loaded the whole thing it's Thursday April 12th from five to six at the Mission Branch Library second floor with Sylvie Alvicar and Barbara Paschke uh, excuse me Barbara <laughs> if That's wrong. Um, Sylvie Alvicar, that's S I L V I, Alvicar is A L V I C A R, and Barbara with PASHKE, P A S C H K E. They will perform, and like I said, just check the Friends of the Library website or their Facebook. Or come to the library and we can give you more information at any of our 27 branches or the main um, any day of the week. And thank you again, Mutiny Radio, for um, connecting all of us with Diamond Dave and your wonderful um, Common Thread Collective open mic every Friday, 3 to 6.
1: Well, thank you for supporting what we do here and connecting us and keeping the the lines to the library open. Uh, we're all about resources and community uh, sharing. And I know Diamond Dave's one of one of his many things that he likes to say. It's it's a stretch of a rhyme I must I must say but you know I'm never I'm never poor and I'm never bored as long as I have my library card and anyhow just so you know uh, it's true the library is a free public resource it's one of the best things that that you can do just for free pop in as mentioned all the branches in San Francisco are open seven days a week Um, so you know it's a public space you can go in it's a nice calm quiet environment most of the time and uh you know go find something of interest pull it off the shelf relax read a chapter three um if you got your library card you know take it home and borrow it and um it's always uh it's it's such an amazing thing that we that we uh need to highlight and support um for you know as long as we can and as long as we will so i found some music from uh, mama Couto. um again such a special being um uh it was a big loss to the whole, you know, all the community. Um, when she passed a couple of years ago, um, but of course she she was such a, a beautiful figure in the communities uh, that she was she was a part of. That uh, her legacy is certainly something that everyone who knew her will uh, continue to carry on. Um, And so here's some of her music. Uh, this is, I just got it on, on YouTube. Um, actually Pablo Rosales posted this video. Um, he's a poet too. Um, so this is her, uh, Mamakoto performing, uh, at Open Heart Poetry at Om Shanti Tea House a few years ago. So let's see, um, if I can get this, uh, technology. Mamacoto Chantico. It
4: comes from Veracruz. Let me take my and Veracruz is a place uh, with the Omega civilization to good. Many people say, well, the Omegas were an empire, and the Toltecas were another empire, and the Aztecas were another very bloody empire. But, like, so kindly explain, you know, it all gets lost in the translation. Olmecas was a time in which my people understood the count of time and they understood what to do with time. The Toltecs were the same people who understood how to build with this knowledge, and the Aztecas were my people as well, the very same people who understood how to put that in motion. We're the same people, huh? Now we're all Mexicans or Indiana. But don't believe all the words in here. Especially
1: the things that she was able to channel into our space uh we honor her on today's show and any any time you need a little of that uh, super goddess energy think about mama Cotto. Um, so thank you everyone for listening to the common thread collective here mutinyradio.fm san francisco's mission district and we're happy to be here every friday and up next um whereas rob comes to join us um usually to read an essay today he's come to play us some songs Welcome back, Rob.
5: Thank you, Val. We've had some serious topics today, some serious poetry, so I thought I would uh, bring a little something silly with a song of my own and one by Randy Newman. This first one is called Every Child. Every child is a ray of hope. Every child is a ray of love. Every child is a ray of peace. Every child is a piece of meat. Will a child be born today who will learn to love a stranger? Will a child be born today gentle, kind, and true? Will a child be born today who will understand forgiveness? Will a child be born today who will love where no one loves? Will a child be born today who will teach us about being human? Will a child be born today who will wipe out fear and hate? Or oh, will the dingoes get her? Will the dingoes get him? Are those dingoes gonna eat her? Pack of dingoes gonna chew him? Is a shark gonna get her? Big gonna eat her, crocodile gonna get him, or maybe some goddamn crabs. Every child is a ray of hope. Every child is a ray of love. Every child is a ray of peace. Every child is a piece of meat. And what about a cheetah? I can't run as fast as a cheetah. And if I can't run as fast as a cheetah, then a little child is screwed. Look at the person next to you. Do they look wise or humble, too? What if they're eaten by a kangaroo? Tomorrow, kangaroo poo. Will a child be born today who will show us what it means to give? A brand new way to live so that all the people say Every child is a ray of hope Every child is a ray of love Every child is a ray of peace Every child is a piece of meat A yummy piece of baby meat And a ray of warped mind of Randy Newman, this is called short people. God. No reason short people got. No reason short people got. No reason to live. They got little hands and little eyes. They walk around telling great big lies. They got little noses and tiny little teeth. They wear platform shoes on their nasty little feet. Well, I don't want no short people. Don't want no short people. Don't want no short people around here. people are just the same as you and I, a fool such as I. All people are lovers until the day we die. It's a wonderful world, short people got. Nobody, short people got, nobody, short people got, nobody to love. They got little baby legs that stand so low, you gotta pick them up just to say hello. They got little cars that go beep, 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 and tiny little voices going peep, peep, peep. Grubby little fingers and dirty little minds, they're gonna get you every time. Well, I don't want no short people. Don't want no short people. Don't want no short people round here.
1: Bob, thanks for all that. I think you're kind of warming up the space for the comedians who are coming in at six o'clock Whee! <laughs> 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 you know I'm on the radio but sometimes I'm just speechless um, I, I, I think in my next life I have to find a profession where I don't talk so much um,
5: we should all have that profession
1: <laughs> thank you <laughs> thanks Rob that was my pleasure, Val. some fun fun stuff over here at mutiny radio as always And you're welcome to come down and join us and be a part of the fun stuff too and I think our last guest, our last performer of today for Common Thread Collective is our friend Stephen, who's up there on the stage, who usually plays music, but today is doing poetry. So it's, it's an upside down kind of day. Welcome back, Stephen.
6: Uh, this is actually a poem in regard, to, actually, not even a poem anymore. It's um, lyrics to a song I had played earlier in this, I guess, seven-week block. It was Saint Angel resurrected, he right in front of you, and these are actually the lyrics to the melody. What I might actually do, since you said music as well, I'll speak the lyrics and I'll let you hear the instrumentals so you can kind of sync it in with one another. So here it goes. Little premise, it's about respect and what happens when you don't show respect in a community basis all right let's see what you guys get from this saint angel resurrected erected in front of you show respect always that's what you must do in order to stay true honor courage stand up always no matter who gazes into your eyes even if shown disrespect still show the respect cause that's fucking respect. Don't dare disrespect while passing through this town. The shadows from the dark sea, I'll witness it all. Only those who dare disrespect slip into the shadows. That's just the way respect goes. Show it always because it's the only way or you'll pay or you'll pay or you'll pay. That's just the way respect goes. Only those who dare disrespect slip into the shadows. Don't dare disrespect while passing through this town the shadows from the dark sea, I'll witness it it All even if shown disrespect, still show the respect because that's fucking respect. You know what you must do in order to stay true. Honor, courage, stand up always, no matter who gazes into your eyes. Show respect always, that's what you must do in order to stay true. Saint Angel resurrected, erected in front of you. And those are the lyrics to that song. So it's just it's all about respect. It's like it's it's a cause and effect. It's the preamble. It's like if you can live it, you can preach it, dig it. It's like I I love it. And if you let me I'm gonna let you hear just a brief Oh, that's that's brief. That's pretty brief.
7: (laughs) (laughs) You certainly have a problem.
1: Uh (laughs) Come back to Earth, Stephen. <laughs> this guy's a little amp The amp is there, this the this
6: guitar the
1: Alright, no here's on Stephen all right I could see you've been playing more and more often that was that was a good a great contribution to the end of the show kind of closing it off with with uh, some rocking out as we like to do here at Mutiny Radio so I want to thank everybody for coming down to be a part of the show today and every Friday uh, but especially all the folks who are here today thank you Stephen. thank you uh, Rob, thank you Bloodflower and the Library Lady thanks Jack Mellander, uh, and also um, thanks to our fr- new friend Emerson and to Shahid who is running for fucking Congress in San Francisco he's a poet he has performed at City Hall for Poems Under the Dome a couple times Um, he's a badass poet and uh, you know like went to Stanford Law School and um, has worked for the Electronic Frontier Foundation and has a really interesting, comprehensive, very systems-based kind of uh, approach to how he thinks about politics and how we can help heal the systems. So definitely check out his website, shahid for change that's S-H-A-H-I-D-F-O-R-Change.us, As we're all in this together you are listening to the Common Thread Collective and I want to thank our underwriters of the show, um, our friends at the Organic Valley Family of Farms um, who you know are are pushing uh, making sure that there's safe healthy organic uh, foods and dairies in this country and that the families who are who have those farms are thriving and able to um, you know Put 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 forward the kind of ethical businesses that they want it that they want to uh, live out, and also to our other sponsor, Dr. Bronner's. Um, all in one, one is all uh, kind of soap, and definitely in the Common Thread Collective, we're we're all in this together so thanks again everybody and remember poems under the dome is coming up Uh, the next time i talk to you it will be national poetry month so check out poemdome.net uh for our big event at city hall on the on the 19th of april and also about the the way you can get a, a guaranteed reading spot is if you come out to the beat museum on friday the 13th um and seven lucky poets names will be drawn that night um yeah, so, so, uh, so much good stuff going on. Uh, love the community that we have here in San Francisco in the Bay area and all of you who are out there listening, wherever you may be, all the rainbow family also as well. Um, actually last week we had a call in from, uh, some folks in Taos, New Mexico, and also in Pine Ridge, South Dakota, who are taking the sacred drum to New York city in April, actually next weekend, they're trying to get there and they want, Um, They want to know if uh, part of the Rainbow family can provide some transportation uh, they're raising uh, gas money right now, but they're tra- hoping to get uh, 15 or 20 different drummers and, and dancers out to New York because it's the United Nations Conference on Indigenous Peoples. And so uh, it's, they're going to be in front of the United Nations in New York City. I'm thinking about going out there myself. I would need to um, you know, use my credit card to do it, but I've done it before. Travel is always worth it, folks. You'll pay that off. I promise. Anyhow, uh, and travel always pays off anyway. So I want to read you a really short little poem, actually from a notebook that I bought in one of my travels many years ago, many years ago now, um, when I went to India, and it was a little book of, um, it's like eco-friendly journal uh, made of cotton as opposed to trees and it's handmade and I always thought I'd give it as a gift and then a few weeks ago I did, I gave it to myself <laughs> so I've, I've had it in my possession for several years now and I've written one poem in it, and here we go Discovery begins where the road led off Sufi dust kicking at your heels A sacred smoke clouding out the perception of distance Doesn't ever look the same in a last glance before the next step, in a last glance before the next step, in a last glance before the next step. I'm Global Valve. Peace to you all. Happy to be here with you every given Friday. Come down and join us at Mutiny Radio. And uh, yeah, we love you. And we love you, Diamond Dave. Mutiny Radio. Fuck yeah.
8: having trouble, you don't want you in trouble, you better come on, us, make kind of music, That's what you say,
1: No, but you usually hear yourself a little bit. There we go. Hello? Okay, good. Everything's on. Are you ready to go? All right. If you're
9: ready. We're ready. Welcome
1: well- to Mutiny Radio. Open mic. Woo! <laughs> Sorry, should not woo into the microphone. Rookie move. Don't woo into the microphone. All right, so you guys know how this works. I'm going to let you know how this works before I start trying to make you laugh, because that's kind of the downer part, is the instructions. You guys are going to get five minutes all right yay five minutes you'll get a light that looks like my cell phone and me doing this there's that okay um and by the way to get on this stage y'all need to contribute a little moolah
7: south van Ass, uh we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer burgers tater tots tachos Corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night we've got live rock and roll for some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m. rock and roll. Only night of the week we have a five dollar cover charge. Always five bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from four p.m. until two a.m. Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, two to two. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot of Bullet Bourbon and a can of California Lager. Eight bucks come down and enjoy our patio it's open eh, in the afternoon not really in the evening but a lot of good folks hanging out back there come on down give us a shot drop by the bar make some friends
10: Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com
6: be a comic, it's not as easy as we make it look, but that's because Mutiny Radio has 8 hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from 4 to 6 at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday 6 to 8 on Joke Workshop with 4 minute sets and 4 minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin Pump those dick jokes Every Thursday 7 to 9 With True Hustle Thursdays Don't Hashtag worry THC
13: Don't worry Don't worry Don't worry I don't know if you can hear uh, The mic's on Is the mic on I really can't hear him no, Igual Pinche. No, Pinche Mike. How's everybody doing, Muni? Yo, make some fucking noise, man. It's fucking Thursday night. It's the first night of this festival. I'm out here. My name is Pedro Andrade. And uh, yeah, we're coming for these jobs too. So keep that in mind. That's what's up, man. No, no, but give it up, man, for all the comics you saw earlier. Give it up for the people in the back. I think they're recording a podcast. If you need to smoke weed, you gotta go outside. Oh, Oh, okay, my bad. Oh, we can smoke weed inside now? Ten minutes ago, I was told I couldn't. I had to go outside and smoke weed. What kind of shit is that? So I think this showcase is called I Am Not White. Is that what it's called? Politics
0: are funny, I'm
13: not white. Politics are funny, I am not white. I don't know if you could tell about Pedro. Pedro is not white. He is not a white he's a he's a he's a rather large character though uh, one of the things that you know trips people out usually is uh, they'll ask me, Pedro how'd you get so tall? Are your parents tall, your brothers and sisters tall too?" And I always have to reassure them no, the rest of my family's regulation size Mexican. They can all play soccer and shit. <laughs> the only one that grew. And sometimes people still be like, yo, well, how the fuck did you get so big? I was like, I don't know, man. Maybe my mom had an affair with one of the globe globetrotters. I don't know. <laughs> Either that or around December 1976, somebody in Michoacán, Mexico booked Sinbad. And it went well. And it went really well for him, though. So what's up? I got off stage the other day, someone told me I look like Fidel Castro, invaded a Ross dress for less. <laughs> What's up with that, man? I love the honesty though, man. I'm uh, I'm from Portland, I'm here visiting from Portland. Uh, yeah, yeah, give it up for Portland. Yo, give it up for my man Buddha. Smoke Buddha, smoke Buddha, smoke Buddha. He's gonna be taking pictures all night. High definition. High by definition, how about that? High by definition. What was I talking about, man? <laughs> hey, so yeah, so this showcase is called uh, Politics Are Funny, I Am Not White, and you're gonna see some funny-ass fucking comics come up here and just tear shit up. This is my first festival. This is my first ever festival. It's my first time in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just stayed in edible. I drank at Bob's or is it Pops? I drank I was up there at Pops. I had a couple of beers and a couple of shots, man. That was dope. And uh here I am, drunk as fuck, hosting a fucking drunk and about to be high and hosting my first ever showcase. My first ever festival. Thank you, Pam, for having me, man. I'll get to jokes eventually, don't worry. So, yeah, so I'm from Eastern Washington, but I live in Portland now. I come from uh, an area in Washington called Tri-Cities, Washington. It's a, It's got a lot of, the, like, it's a, it's a large Latino community there. It's a lot of agriculture. Um, I've been living in Portland for about four years, and I feel like Portland's starting to rub off on me. I say that because the other day I caught myself referring to America as ill-gotten instead of just stolen. <laughs> I'm using words like refer and shit. And then, like, people back home, when I go visit, they notice, you know, that, like, I was at a bar recently and uh, visiting over the holidays, and the bartender at one point looks at me, he's like, hey, dude, you sound, you're, you're starting to sound like a whitewashed Mexican. I don't know if you guys know what that is. That's like a Mexican cat that's trying to either act white or whatever. So I said to him, hey, cabrón, calma la, güey, no tampoco no te mandes, culero. Como que whitewashed Mexican, güey. He just looked at me confused. He didn't speak Spanish. So I was like, hey, that's colonized Mexican to you. Oh. Then I ordered an IPA, <laughs> some tater tots and a cider ranch. Tell me what the fuck to eat. I'm an old cat, like, you know, like I'm, I just turned 40 last September. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Uh no you know that was like a a, a compliment heckle. <laughs> that was like like I, I was gonna say something rude back, but then I was like, no, dude, like she just compliment they just complimented you. Thank you very much. Throwing me off. Are you, like, are you like a professional heckler? You're like I'm gonna get him with a compliment first and then I'm gonna tell him that he's not funny. Where's all my Latinos at? For real, man. Working huh? They ain't got time for this shit. I figure there'd be more than just one, than two. They're working, huh? They ain't got time for this shit. It's so what's up, man. It's what we do. We work. We work, man. What was I talking about? I completely forgot. Oh yeah, so I just turned 40 in September. And uh I was talking you know, cause you get down on yourself, you start getting older, obviously. And uh, I was talking to my coworker, and my coworker was like, don't even sweat it, Pedro. Your 40s are like a lot like your 20s nowadays. I was like, dog, I gotta start doing coke again? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, man. You guys do the online dating thing? Yeah, I do the online dating thing. My best friend, he doesn't believe in that shit. He, he prefers to meet women the old-fashioned way. And it's working out for him, man. I found out he's fucking my abuelita fucked up, man. Should have known something was up a couple a couple months ago when he started calling me mijo. <laughs> telling me I should settle down and shit. You know what I mean? Say he noticed me not being happy. I was like, "Dog, what are you doing?" But yeah, so politics ain't funny or politics <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> politics are funny. I actually was just dating someone and I found out like a couple of weeks ago they were they voted for Trump. <laughs> Yeah, I know, man. Talk about finding out late. But she said, I only voted for him to keep Hillary Clinton out of the White House. I was like, yeah, I know how voting works, man. (laughs) (laughs) You can't justify voting for a racist with, uh, I didn't want his opponent to win. That's not. That's not. Gotta give up for one thing about Trump though. Not the smartest president, but turns out really good at division. Hey, listen, this is my first festival, guys. It's my first time in San Francisco. I just got the light. I think I went over. I think I'm burning the light now. That's that's what I'm doing right now, man. I think we might be on air. I th- are we fucking on air? San Francisco! I left my heart in San Francisco. I don't even know how the song goes. Frank Sinatra sings that shit, right? San Francisco is dope, though. Like, I love, compared to Portland, I love the diversity of San Francisco. Like, today, man, I was just walking around, people speaking, Spanish, people speaking Chinese, people speaking Japanese, people speaking Russian, people speaking Portuguese, people speaking to themselves. I mean, I love it. I love it. Your first comic is here from Los Angeles, man, just ready to tear shit up. Give it up for my man, Kevin Paniagua.
14: Hello, guys. Uh, You know, my doctor recently said or he told me that I have high cholesterol and he said that anything that gets my heart rate going is considered cardio and I should do more of it. So what I'm doing now is instead of working out, I do a lot of uh, cocaine (laughs) because it gets my heart rate going and it gets me sweating. I've done so much cocaine in my life that I lost my sense of smell. And every time I walk into a kitchen, I take a deep breath, and I wonder, like, are they cooking cocaine in here? (laughs) You know something, guys? Um, I don't... I don't date women that fart. I marry them. (laughs) And the reason being is because one of my ex-girlfriends, she used to hold in her gas a lot, and what happened was that she poisoned-gassed herself from the inside. It's 2018 and a lot of people discriminate people that fart, but I don't. Like if I hear gas going off, I look, I make eye contact with the person and I commend them for their bravery. It's 2018, we can't continue to holocaust ourselves from the inside, guys. You gotta let the gas out. You have to let it out. Uh, My spirit animal is an oyster because um, I have a pearl inside of me. I have a pearl of cocaine that has accumulated (laughs) over the years. Like I may be brown on the outside, but I'm white on the inside. And I behave as such, guys. Like I uh, I recently started working in a tanning salon. And pretty much what I do in this tanning salon is I stand outside and I tell people I got my tan here. I'm pretty much their mascot, is what I'm saying. And you know, like a lot, a lot of people say that that the sun gives you cancer, and I've been on, on the sun, out in the sun for a long time, and I just don't buy it. So what I, what I did is I researched this fact, like does the sun give you cancer? And I came to the conclusion that it was false, guys. The sun doesn't give people cancer. The sun gives white people cancer. <laughs> So you guys gotta be careful, guys. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, I consider myself more of a poet than a comedian. I consider myself more like Shakespeare. Although I uh, I do have a lot of priors. I'm sorry, guys. The edibles are starting to kick in.
8: <laughs> yeah.
14: I consider myself more like Shakespeare than Richard Pryor. Although I do have a lot of priors. <laughs> But I don't let my priors define me. I don't let my priors define who I am because when I was in jail, all I was doing was reading and educating myself. Like I was even reading while I was getting butt raped. And even even though my forehead kept hitting the book and I kept losing my place, I never gave up. So never give up on your dreams, guys is what I'm saying. Because if I didn't give up, and then you guys give up, then who's the bitch? (laughs) Who's the bitch? You know, like, back in LA, we have a lot of strip clubs. But they recently opened this really cool strip club by my house, it's called Astronomy. (laughs) And it's really cool because it combines my two favorite things, you know, my love for ass and my love for the study of the universe. And as soon as you walk in, the first stripper you see, they call her Jupiter. And the reason they call her Jupiter is because she has this birthmark on one of her cheeks, and every time she bends over to pick up the tips, her stretch marks look like Jupiter. (laughs) And then if you walk further into the strip club, there's another stripper, and they call her Saturn. And the reason they call her Saturn is because if you pay her the right amount of money, then she will give you anal. That one doesn't make any sense to me, but that's how they explained it to me. That's how they explained it to me, guys. Good question. But if you go all the way to the back of the strip club, there's another stripper all the way in the corner in in the dark room, and they call this one, they call it Pluto. And the reason they call it Pluto is because she's not really a planet. She's a tranny. She's a tranny, guys. There's a lot of people in LA that are into that, and that's cool, you know, we're very open here. We're very open-minded. And I'm very high right now, guys. Very high. I underestimated 40 milligrams, you know. It was probably because I was hungry, but I don't know. I don't know, guys. But do we know anything in this life? Is there anything that we know? I like to philosophize when I smoke or eat my weed, my reefer. I prefer to smoke it because the taste of it, you know, I like cocaine, so I like inhaling things. I like inhaling smoke and white powder. That's what I like to do. If I could snort my beer, I would. I would. I totally would. But instead, I anally insert it. You know, guys, like life is hard, but we're tougher as a species, you know, because we've surpassed so many things. We've survived dinosaurs. We survived the Stone Age, the Metal Age. We will survive the Orange Age, guys. We will survive. Like that song, I will survive. That is us. That was an anthem to the human species. Because even if an asteroid hits this planet, we will survive. Even if there is no planet, our spirit will continue living in another planet. Or who knows? I don't know. I'm just making shit up now, guys. Because <laughs> Let me tell you guys something about... I no longer send women any dick pics because honestly, I think it's really rude and it's unoriginal. So what I started doing is instead of snapping a picture of my penis and sending it to a girl that I'm interested in, what I like to do is I get a canvas and I draw my penis using watercolors, (laughs) color pastels, just, you know, because women appreciate creativity, you know? It's so simple to just send a pic. But if you show her that you took the time to become artistic and to show her your penis using color pastels. It's amazing. And you know, I recently started experimenting with point perspective, so that that I could give my genitalia some depth. Because women love depth. They love a deep man. And that's what I wanna show women. And yes, I am single because women don't appreciate the depth of my penis art. (laughs) (laughs) But one day I'm going to open an art gallery so that anybody can appreciate true artistry. True artistry, because what is true artistry? I don't know, guys. I don't know. But one day, one day we'll find out. Thank you, guys.
13: Let hear it, y'all. Kevin Paniagua, penis artist. I, uh, so this is uh, Politics Are Funny. I'm not white. I'm not fucking white. Um, who remembers when like, when they first found out that Steven Madden was appointed to the White House National Security Council? Who remembers that? Right? I, I remember when I first heard that shit, I think I had the same reaction most, most Americans did. I was like, what the fuck is the National Security Council? Seriously. <laughs> I didn't watch. Like, what season of the West Wing is that shit on, man? For real. <laughs> let me know please I gotta catch up just saying man you know how we are here America yo Kevin Kevin Buck Kevin Buck is Kevin Buck here oh I'm sorry okay so the edibles are kicking in uh, ladies and gentlemen my man Jay, Wook. actually, you know what? I will be honest with you. Uh, if I haven't actually met you, please come and say what's up because I don't, I'm I'm visiting here from Portland, and the edible just kicked in. So, is, are you Kevin? Kevin, what, 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 what? Okay, first of all, let's start over. Let's start over, yo. Welcome to the stage, straight out of. Are you from Portland? Where you from, man? I'm sorry, no, no, from from Town, Coming out here to the Muni Comedy Festival. Give it up for Kevin J. Walk. Come on, give it up
15: for Steve Trevino, everybody. Steve Trevino. God, I know. it's My name is fuck with a W, OK? Uh, he was confused because he's like, no, he's white. And it's not him. And he doesn't look like he likes politics. Motherfucker, I like politics. <laughs> you know? He's on my side. I'm not going to fucking It's not good for me, though. Like, none of you guys like me. She just straight nodded. We just met. <laughs> She's like, swipe whatever the fuck side. She's like, I don't like him. Nah, he's not for me. Trump's not out there for He's out there for rich people. I'm not the first person to say it. You know, but he really is. He's not out there for me. That's what he's here for. And this whole I'm not white part, I'm here to declare my non-white status. I'm ready to give it up. The guy from Trinidad's like, I'll take it. You keep giving us gold medals. That's all we want. (laughs) Fucking love that guy. Give it up for him. Come on. Gosh, gosh. It's really weird here. I love it. I love it. You guys are crazy. It's like the. Uh, this is why I got into comedy. You get in there like, here's some edibles, here's some shit. I wish we had money. <laughs> and I'm like, my shit's about to kick in too. So we're good. we're good. We're good. I love going on journeys like this. I just read a news article, headline, today. And the headline part, so that's all the information you're going to get. It said, uh, people that do psychedelics, it could change them for the rest of their lives see she gets it yeah you're the one person we know it changed for the positive you know how many dog faced johnny homeless people i know that it did not work out for yeah he's like help me sure bro perception is key perception is key uh, you keep filling out that dream board homie we're doing good we're doing good god you know, I the Letterman jacket, I like it. The rugby thing, I dig it. And the C is for cocaine. That's where I'm at right now. I was like, wow. And then the other the Mexican dude comes up here and talks about cocaine and he's the, Oh, thank you so much. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Mutiny radio. I can do it. Oh You can do both
10: things. You can talk and take a thank hand at the same time. Yeah. it. Thank you.
15: I'm gonna cough though. <laughs> the, I love it. (laughs) Thank you. That's what
9: I'm talking about.
15: (laughs) This is why. But see, none of us are fighting. There's marijuana here. It's everywhere. You go to a Raider game, they're not smoking weed. (laughs) They're killing people. (laughs) That's what they're doing. That's why they're moving to Las Vegas. That's Trump's plan of getting rid of people. Let's just move the Raiders there. It'll take care of all the people that just go in there and they're down for debauchery and Jesus lives and we're good. I, one guy is like, I like Jesus. He giggled a little bit. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, San Francisco is a great place. But you guys drive... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, you guys drive, drive like New York light. Like You guys are half in, half out. <laughs> All right, half of you guys are like, yeah, I'm a dick. This is how we fucking drive. And the other half's like, I just drew, I just made an app. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Asian. Yeah, she gets it. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm not white. I'm not white. This is a show. It's a show. Right, I'm glad you guys picked me for racial stuff, because clearly this is great. <laughs> Even Amazon goes, you know you want a tiki torch. (laughs) You know. My Amazon has that voice, too. See, the brother in the back's fucking laughing at my shit, so stop being guilty, white people. It's okay. (laughs) The guy from Trinidad's like, I just want your status, not your gold. (laughs) Hey, bro, we in Silicon Valley. We want your cobalt now. (laughs) We at it. We at it. Gosh. My brother, he's in Japan right now. He's in the military. Okay, we're clearly not into politics at all. We're over it. First room ever, give yourselves a hand for not clapping for the military. First room ever. Yeah, that's called a comedic cheap trick and you're like, fuck you, Jay wook (laughs) Your name's Kevin now. (laughs) Fuck Kevin, I hate that guy. He hates the military. But no, my brother's in Japan, he's like, man, I just bought natural peanut butter. It's happened today, I can show you too. He's like, so what's the fucking problem? Like, He buys weird shit. They got weird Kit Kats there. Because clearly, Kit Kat, it's a fucking cool ass name in Japan. <laughs> no, it's all marketing. That ain't racist at all. They go, oh, Kit Kat. Like they fucking like it, okay? Like here, if you had a Kit Kat or a Snickers, you're like, give me that fucking Snickers, dog. You know you want a Snickers over a Kit Kat. Over there, they're like, nuts, caramel, fuck you. Kit Kat. And that's what I've been told. I don't know if it's true. Some things are normal to me. They're not normal to other people. I don't know. But they sell a lot of Kit Kats. Anyways, he bought natural peanut butter. <laughs> and I guess you have to stir it. You guys, This is San Francisco. You guys probably have right? Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> But they know as a consumer, you don't want to buy a jar where the top third is empty. So they fill it all the way up, and you have to stir it, and you lose hell of it, right? It just falls out of the jar. She's, Pam's like, I catch it. I put my fucking bread right there. What, what's wrong with you? And, and then guess what? That's what I will tell my brother in Japan who's fighting for our freedom right now. And you still didn't clap for freedom. I fucking love you people. This is an uphill battle for me, so I don't give a shit. This is great. I'm on the I'm Not White political show. Yeah, put up the fat looking white guy. It's gonna be great. The only guy laughing's the black dude in the back. Like and no one's listening Usually he's the strongest dude ever. And you guys are like, whatever, San Francisco. We don't care. <laughs> you guys don't I drove in here and it's all Verizon Wireless, cause this city deserves the best. Yeah. We're fighting wars in other places. Communication be a lot more important over there, but hey, let's give it to San Francisco Verizon. Let's give it here. Like, nothing bad happens here. And I'm like, do you think ever, other cities have that shit? Like, do you feel like maybe you're being cheated on? Like, Verizon's not just good here. Maybe Portland. Kevin from Portland. Maybe he has good Verizon. Yeah. I hear like guy's hella funnier than Jay Wook, too. <laughs> Kevin from Portland's my new fucking hero. I love that guy. Give it up for Kevin from Portland, guys. Come on. Hey. He, he doesn't even exist, and you wouldn't clap for freedom. Fuck you guys. Seriously. <laughs> seriously no I do love you guys I really do I really do it's the first time I buy cocaine from a white dude over a Mexican I'll tell you that man when he's I did cocaine in Colombia for the first time like yeah that's like the perfect thing ever like that that's monumental that's great It's like doing, like having a time machine, you could do the first hit of acid. Like the very first one. That's what you did. You got it right from the source. That's great. And then we got this Mexican dude talking about his, and he's the most mellowest dude ever, just talking like, yeah, I did this, and cocaine is great, and he's hella mellow. And I'm like, I think his cocaine was cut. (laughs) With heroin. Dog, it wasn't the fucking edibles kicking in. It was the heroin. You're the most mellowest cocaine dude ever, but I would snort. I was thinking about that too. They made snortable caffeine. Have you guys seen this? No, because they took it the fuck away. Yeah, they took it away for good reasons. I would fucking do it in a second. Like, I would snort. Co- like, I got pulled over. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Like, you, you, if you're high on caffeine, that's great. And but it's not okay to snort things. But what if it's an Advil? What if you snort an Advil? <laughs> I don't know. I was <laughs> I was waiting for Pam to go. Cut kicks in hella faster. It's uh it's all about the way it hits your brain real quick. You forget everything. And then Pam also forgot how many milligrams her edibles were somewhere over here. Gosh. I I I had played with cocaine for a while. It's a fucking hell of a drug. You guys like cocaine? Yeah, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> yeah the guy who's fucking cured now he's like yeah it's fucking great nah um it it, i love the sobering effects of it like like you're talking about because i used to hate leaving my car places this is all pre-uber right and so now i'm at a state in my life where i debate if i'm still sober enough the next day to call uber to drive my kids to school for me But at the same time, I think that's baller as shit. So I call Uber anyways because safety is my first priority. That's it. Hey, give it up for me. I'm Kevin. Not really. Jay Wook. Thank you guys so much. I love you guys. Thank you very much.
13: Give it up for Jay Wook, everybody. Out here from Sacramento. The stepson of anarchy in the house. Thought it would work. I don't know. It might work. So uh, San Francisco's a sanctuary city for immigrants, which is dope. Hell yeah. Give it up. Give that shit up. So is Portland. Portland's a sanctuary city. Yeah. Too bad immigrants can't actually afford to live in that motherfucker, though. That's the only thing. Ah, ha, 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 ha. That's a funny shit, America. <laughs> That's how it is, though, man. That's how it is in este país. Hey, was the compliment heckler? Did she leave the, the, the compliment heckler? Did they leave? Moving. Hey, I wanna just welcome you back. Thank you, you're doing a great job as an audience member. I just wanna say that. Thank you for being quiet in the bathroom while we were getting ready. Just dope. Uh, so what's going on? Oh yeah, yeah, remember Alternative Facts? You guys remember that? The Alternative Facts thing, right? Yeah, it facts. Who remembers when that shit was called American history, though? Yo, man, the next comic is fucking hilarious here.
9: <laughs> boo, boo, boo,
13: boo. That's what's up, man. Young George Costanza, give it up for Young George Costanza. <laughs> Young Costanza, what's up? Yo, hey, the next comic uh, recently moved to, uh, to Los Angeles, out the bay, and uh, he's very funny. Give it up for Kevin Monroe, y'all. That's
16: how dope my set is. The mic dropped before I even got on. <laughs> Drop the mic, son. No, nah, it's it's all good, man. Them edibles are a motherfucker, man. Uh, if you don't believe me, go to Kevin Monroe's Facebook webpage and look at the banner picture. It's me doing a show here a couple of years back when I ate an edible and got on stage, and halfway through a bit, I got caught in a mental cycle. I couldn't end the story. Uh, uh. Like the characters in the story I was trying to tell started talking to each other and I couldn't leave. (laughs) (laughs) And the whole time I'm looking back at Pam like, you motherfucker. (laughs) Them Rice Krispies had some shit in them. (laughs) Little table right there, like a table of Rice Krispies. That was, that was, that was wicked, man. I I think I did an HBO special in my mind, but it was 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, what what the hell is going on, man? I don't know all this sexual assault shit happening. Uh, I don't know if y'all heard about this, but Neil deGrasse Tyson got caught up in that. You didn't hear about that? Yeah, yeah. While he was uh, while he was uh, at, at Cornell University of Texas, I forget which one. Yeah, man, I am like, nerds are raping too now. Like, <laughs> like, Neil deGrasse Tyson is Mike deGrasse
9: Tyson now. <laughs> <laughs>
16: Pluto's a planet, not a planetoid, motherfucker. (laughs) Call Pluto a planet again, call it a planet. I will whoop your monkey ass. (laughs) The planetoid. I just think that would be the worst thing in the world to put Mike DeGrasse Tyson, Neil DeGrasse Tyson, Neil DeGrasse Tyson on on the witness stand. Because he'll kill you. You can't put him on there. So, uh, uh, Dr. Tyson, uh, so where were you on the uh, the evening of the alleged assault? What is time?
9: <laughs>
16: there are multiple. All right, you know what, nigga, get the fuck off the tape. You know what, you're fine. Just get the fuck out. <laughs> I don't understand physics. Get out. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Love that dude. I wish that was my advisor. I really did. Uh, I, you know, I I spent. I went to undergrad and grad school, and uh, yeah, I was the only black person there. Uh, so no, nah, don't don't clap for that. That's a, that terrible. It's it's horrible. I mean, like, I I mean, I could imagine myself having Neil Grass Tyson as an advisor. Like, yeah, man, that's a great paper, man. Let's get some pussy. <laughs> he used to wrestle. That's that's a pussy getting dude. Like he knew yeah, anyway. Like. <laughs> Nah, man uh i'm I'm just saying it's i just think we just need to listen to women more you know as as much as we can now i'm not i'm not I'm not pandering here I'm just saying you know they're half of the population they might know some shit you know the funny thing about Trump is like i used to uh when I was out here i used to uh i used to hang out at the the phoenix bar I used to go to um uh, you know, there's a, a bunch of dive bars on Polk Street he used to go to, and like Trump sounds like that drunk dude that's sitting next to you that's like telling you shit. And at one point, he tells you some part of the story. You just you gotta look at him and be like, "Nigga, shut the fuck up." <laughs> oh yeah, you know I was I was a Navy SEAL and I you know I, I shot Bin Laden. All right, nigga, you know what? <laughs> You know, that's what that's what this country needs. We we just need some dude to stand next to Trump at the podium. So when he starts saying shit like, oh, yeah, I was going to run in there and save those kids. Nigga, shut the fuck up. Just wanted this one time, just one person to do that one time. You can't even run, motherfucker. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? What the fuck you. Shit, man. You, you, scared it. you need help to get on a golf cart, motherfucker. let you. I mean, don't let your drink buddies get to the point where they start saying shit like that. Oh, yeah, you know. You, you, you know I fucked Britney Spears, right? Come on. Really? <laughs> Shit's out of control. Just just don't let it get to that point. That's what happened to Trump. Like, he spent his entire life doing shit, like, saying shit like that, and nobody checked him. You know Trump would be if he didn't have money? Trump would be that dude that you see getting arrested at Safeway for trying to steal a watermelon by sticking it under his shirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Thinking nobody would notice. <laughs> and they just got him, like, in a handcuff, <laughs> you know, to the bike, <laughs> handcuffed to, like, the the bike locks. Like, yo, you really thought you could do that? <laughs> just stick a watermelon under your T-shirt? <laughs> just walk out of here like that? That's the mentality, but he has money, so everybody just kind of looks the other way, you know what I mean? So it's... Oh man, but uh, he he's got some some bad bras though. Oh man, oh man, that that, that Stormy Daniels shit, man. Ah, oh. oh my God, I I love that because I was I was uh, able to watch titties at work, <laughs> and then when they looked at my my profile, I was like, no, I'm looking at Yahoo News, man. <laughs> I'm not looking at porn. This is Yahoo News. <laughs> oh my goodness, ah, that's that's just terrible. And the funny thing is, like, they have. Hella headshots of Stormy Daniels, just her head. But with every news story, they cut from here to start here. (laughs) Next on the news, titties. (laughs) That might as well just be the banner, titties. Like, it's not even a... Man, all right. uh, One one other thing, you know, that shit about him, like, running in there, you know, saving those kids. To us, it sounds stupid, but you got to realize... The people that voted for Trump, those dudes that buy AR-15s, they have the same fantasies. They believe that too. Like, it sounds stupid, to us, like, oh, come on, you a 70-year-old fat motherfucker, you ain't gonna run in there. But those fat motherfuckers buying AR-15s, they believe that. (laughs) They really think that they can do some Rambo Chuck Norris shit (laughs) at the drive-through. like. Like, hold on one second, let me get my comfortable shoes on. I <laughs> uh, My family's in Florida, so I see these people all the time, man. For real, for real. My brother teaches high school in Florida. They take him out of school to go hunting. That's a legitimate excuse to leave school to go hunting. They, they ugh, it's... I know white people, y'all gotta, y'all gotta fix this shit, man, I mean. <laughs> this is this is a white problem this is not we not out there you know like if a nigga gets shot it's for a reason <laughs> you know y'all just out there just spraying people look i mean <laughs> oh the ghost is back <laughs> now y'all, y'all this is a white problem y'all got to figure out how to not like how to deal with people you know just if you mad at somebody you know clown them like that's what we do you know <laughs> Yeah, not show up and start spraying the place down. I don't I don't that doesn't solve that doesn't solve anything. Your ego is not gonna be spared. Cause you're gonna go to prison full of black dudes who are gonna talk shit about you anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you might as well figure out to figure that shit out on the playground, man. Just man, when I came to when I came to high school in Oakland, they made fun of me all the time because I had an accent I was, you know, I had a big Caribbean accent, you know, and people were like, well, what's wrong? Why is your accent now? I was like, cuz, I don't wanna be clowned and I'll be taken seriously. Like, you can't, you can't walk around with a Caribbean accent in a black community and not get fucked with. Like, like you know what, you wouldn't even do that now. Like, if, if you go to your doctor right now and he comes out of the office with like a look on his face like, it's diabetes, man. <laughs> You know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, you know, that sounds terrible, but uh, it, it sounds pretty festive. <laughs> <laughs> Under the <this> sea. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you got to fix that up, man. You got to clean it up. Man, I, I had this one cat I went to high school with. His name was Dietrich. Uh, Dietrich, uh, Dietrich had a, uh, I was 15 years old, came to America, 15 years old at a, at a Catholic high school in Trinidad. Dietrich was a grown-ass man. That dude, he had a job. Dietrich had a car. Dietrich had children, okay? (laughs) Dripping Jericho juice on my homework. I love that cat. I gotta find Dietrich. All right, I gotta go, guys. My name is Kevin Monroe. Give it up for your host one more time. The Portland Monster.
13: What up, Kevin Monroe, everybody? Hell yeah, man. Round of applause, man. You guys are fucking doing awesome. We we only got one more comic, and then we'll get the fuck up out of here. I had, like, one thing. I was like, oh, yeah, the fuck the NRA, right? Fuck the NRA, right? Yeah, but come to find out, they get a lot of discounts, right? They're getting a lot of discounts. Now, nah, I don't own a gun, but I'm just saying... If a 22 is going to save me $20 at Jiffy Lube, man, I'm just saying, man, I could see. Arm the janitors, that's what I say. Arm the fucking janitors because they always live, right? You ever hear of a janitor getting shot during a fucking, you never hear about the janitor getting shot, man, you never, they're always, I don't know what the fuck they're doing during the fucking mass shootings because they're never getting shot, those motherfuckers. What the fuck, man? I feel like like the the Navy should like train them like on some and make them like a special I don't know SEAL team six period. That's 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 what all that was about right there. That last line, that's what all that was about. That's it right there. This is the third time I do it and no one laughs, but you know what? Fuck it. San Francisco, what's up, man? Hey, you you ever heard that song? Uh uh, the CZ Top song All the girls crazy about a sharp dress man Well your next comic man Is probably the sharpest dress man In here tonight uh, He's from Portland man He's very funny Give it up for Isaac Pendergrass the at
11: the crib. I know- How the
17: fuck did I get here <laughs> Everybody is high yeah. Me me and this guy look like we just uh were on our way to our barbershop quartet practice. <laughs> uh, no, nah, but but my my dad used to smoke a little herb late at night when he thought I was asleep, so right now it really feels like home. So just wanted you to know that. Uh, but but uh, a couple of weeks ago I was I drove down to a uh Walmart in Woodburn, Oregon. N- not because I hate myself. Uh, no, it's uh, it's because I wanted to get a little taste of what it would be like if the South actually did rise again. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I was not disappointed. I don't know if you guys have it here, but in Portland we have guys with uh, Confederate flags on their jeeps. And, and yeah, it pro- probably wouldn't work here. Um, <laughs> it it works in Portland though. But I think that's I think that's where they come from. That that Walmart. Um. <laughs> Uh, they were uh, they were all there they were all there uh, but while i was there uh, a couple spaces down from me there was this couple and they were they were really going at it i mean it was, it was really heavy uh, judging from the events unfolding before me uh, sex was imminent yeah uh, and that that really upset me because i had my kids in the back seat and i couldn't really watch it the way i wanted to you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> that joke works better in portland um (laughs) uh, but no um i like i said i have two kids and they are getting older which apparently is a minimum bar you have to clear in order to be a good parent yeah the kids need to be getting older you guys don't agree no (laughs) but uh you know i'm trying to be a good dad but it's getting interesting uh just the other day my daughter came into the room and she was trying to explain to me how her little brother's Paw Patrol episodes have gotten so much more mature, so much so that she can now sit down and watch them with him. And it was in that moment that I realized that you can love your kids with all your heart and still not give a shit about what they're talking about, you know? That was a very freeing moment for me, you know? I knew I knew I could do it with my wife, but I, uh, I hadn't discovered that it worked for the kids yet. Um, Man, wasted seven years on that kid. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, it, uh, and again, like I said, it's it's getting interesting, uh, challenging. Again, my daughter, uh, a couple weeks ago, I found out that her favorite artist is R. Kelly. Ooh. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys understand? Wait, wait, not, not bump and grind R. Kelly. Uh, I'm talking about, I believe I can fly R. Kelly, all right? Oh. I'm a good parent, guys. Come on. Give me some credit. <laughs> uh, un- unfortunately, both of those R. Kelly's like to piss on children. Um, <laughs> uh, allegedly. <Yeah. laughs> and my son, my son he's, a, he's a, a, a fan of the police. Yeah, no, not Sting. <laughs> not Sting, the, the actual police. And sometimes we're driving around and I'll see the cops and I'm like, oh shit, it's the cops. And his head will pop up in the backseat. he be like, where, dad? And then other times, he'll see him first. He's like, it's the cops, dad. And I'm like, oh, shit. But but you know, at least, at least there's two of us looking for him, you know? You know? I feel safer. <laughs> All right, so how, how's everybody doing tonight? All right. Give it up for Pedro one time, yeah. Um. How's everybody doing with uh Trump? <laughs> Trump, no? Not not so good? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kevin, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, uh do due, due to our current reality, I've been watching a lot of horror movies to relax, you know? Say <laughs> <Yeah? laughs> so, have, have you ever noticed that every haunted house movie is essentially about two white families fighting over real estate? <laughs> yeah? You notice? You notice that? Yeah, yeah. But but the thing is, one of those white families is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Can you comprehend the level of privilege in that premise? Anybody? Yeah. Oh, he got he got that right away. <laughs> uh, no, nah, but um, yeah, this? It's disgusting, man. It's really disgusting. Um, well, I I don't think you guys heard me. There's a there's a dead white family that thinks it has the rights to live in a house that's just been bought by another white family. Mm-hmm. And, and if that's not bad enough, there's a living white family who's in fear of being murdered by said dead white family. And they're thinking, eh, we can make this work. Yeah. Every single movie. And, and the, the living white family does everything to get the dead white family to move out. Everything. Sometimes they bring in Native Americans to do chants. Sometimes holy water crosses priests everything. i'm I'm just a little disappointed that they never moved a black family in next door. you know?
9: <laughs>
17: really? Is that what I get for that? That's, <laughs> I think I think that deserved better. <laughs> no, but I, I think we know why they didn't do that, right. Yeah, they they both have to move out, right? Yeah, all right, all right, all right okay. But let me be clear. Uh, my wife hates that joke, so I want I want to get it clear that uh, the Black family is an upstanding Black family, and they will bring the property value up in that neighborhood. Okay, all right. The ghosts are racist. All right. <laughs> Ah, all right. Um, you know, say what you will about the Trump administration. Uh, they, okay, all right. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, they, they are doing things that I never thought were possible. I mean, they've created something I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. And that's uh, sad white people. Yeah. <laughs> you guys seen them? You seen them? I mean, Facebook's full of them. Portland's full of them. Uh, San Francisco's got to be full of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, a friend of mine, a white friend, called me up just after the election, and he said, uh, "Isaac, I am. I'm feeling a feeling, and I don't know what it is." Yeah, it was sad. Um, he said, "I, I, I think it may be oppression." Yeah, oppression. <laughs> I calmed him down a bit. I was like, "No, nah, it's sad." Uh, I think what you're experiencing right now is what most uh, most other races. Ladies and are sad. the most exciting
16: stage show you ever witnessed, appearing
17: live. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on from that. <laughs> Got a lot of sad white people in here tonight. Uh, all right, uh so you probably you guys probably gather that I am from the South. No. Sure. Well, okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> so I, I like to make a little fun of the South, just just a little bit. Um, uh, did Did you guys hear about the brain eating amoeba in Georgia? No. Uh, you, one person. Uh, well, it's okay if you didn't hear about it. It went by really quickly. Apparently, there wasn't enough uh, food there for it. No? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's a That's a dumb Georgia joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, in my hometown in South Carolina, um, uh, the officials there uh, busted up a child sex ring. It was a child sex thing They busted it up. I, I, I went online and it's looked at the, the mugshots, and there were about 25 perpetrators in total. There were about nine black guys, and the rest were all white guys. And I, I just thought it was really nice that there was something that could bring us together like that. You know. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 yeah I, I, I always knew it'd be the children, you know. Mm. <laughs> it's okay, guys. Yeah, you don't like that. Do you? <laughs> I, I apologize. Um, yeah, that's a terrible joke. It's a, I get it. I know it's a, it's a, it's a terrible joke. But I, I want to be real with you. Um. The reason why I look at the mugshots, I told you that I'm from South Carolina um, and I don't get to make it home very often. So sometimes I just hope that just maybe I'll see a family member. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. I think that is my time. Thank you very much.
13: That's it. Give it up for Isaac Pendergrass, Kevin Monroe, Jay Wook from Sacramento, Kevin Paniagua. I've been your host, Pedro Andrade. Thank you so much. Hey, stick around for the next show, Only Girls Aloud. It's going to be dope, so y'all know what to do. Good night.
11: I got 30 seconds, spin be in and out. In and got my nofa bag, feel well, all this money, you know how. Got, got the alarm, you know.
0: Uh, we're gonna get take fun, like we're gonna take a 10-minute break you know, in between. Outside, if you've already moment,
10: paid, you know, hang out. If you're, you're a comic, please hang we're out. Upstairs, Next you know show how, is gonna be all ladies, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yay! If you are if you're a comic here and know, you haven't gotten it, your bag yet, find me, I'll give you your bag, it's gonna be rad. Yay! You
11: know that's a mission. And they start chasing us Trying to
9: shoot Trying to empty Disease is lost The Time is all things, but something gets to see all this divine fifth. That's a
13: So, so, so,